Hello, everybody. How are you doing tonight? I am Peter Brown, and this is FMTV Weekly. Thanks so much for joining us. We should have some fun tonight. Uh, just FYI, we are uh, waiting on the late arrival of His Majesty, everybody's favorite uncle, Uncle Ed. So he should uh, hopefully join us at some point in the show, but uh, that won't stop us from having a good time talking about uh, Inner Miami and any other you know local soccer. You know, uh, for example, Miami FC they won, they won on the road as well. So good, good all around for Miami. Bad for Fort Lauderdale CF, they lost, um, but uh, you know, can't can't win them all. But thanks so much everybody for joining. Uh, you know, we should have some fun tonight. That finally we can celebrate. Uh, some some more victories. I mean, it feels like I say finally, but we sh you know we've been having victories lately. But it's, it was such a long stretch with no victories that you know words like finally come out just naturally, which is you know not good because they're on a good run, right? Uh, but uh, like like we said in the in the in the title of the show, can you smell the playoffs? Can you smell what's uh, cooking? And and it's funny, it's ironic that. Uh, I named the show that, and at the same time, uh, Phil Neville mentioned something about smelling, um, you know, success or something like that in his pre pre uh, post-game comments. My titling the episode "Smelling Something" had nothing to do with that. Pure coincidence. My wife was making breakfast. Things were smelling good in the house. Thought maybe uh, playoffs smell good, but uh, all right. So let's uh, let's uh, before we get too far. Let's do our normal thing and say a big thank you to Caneswear. Caneswear is where you can go and get this awesome shirt that I am wearing, the 305 shirt. Great selection of Inner Miami gear. Mention FMTV and you will get a discount, 10% off. Uh, mention uh, on the, you want to go online, caneswear.com, go FMTV 10 and you will get 10% off. Uh, go visit the store. Hang out with the guys there a little bit. A lot of fun. Good people. So go support a local business that is, uh, you know, uh, one of the few that's uh, got a really... They've got a great selection of Inter Miami. Not just, not just the shirts and stuff. You want, you want like, little uh, tchotchkes or little, little uh, stickers or something like that for Inter Miami? They got it. They got it. They got it all. And like I said, they got this cool shirt. I like this shirt. They got it. It's a Canes exclusive. So let's say hi to some of you guys in the chat, and I'm going to need some help tonight. So, um, you know, you, you, let me throw this up here, uh, you know, 786-474-4435. Give us a call and uh, help us out tonight and, uh, you know, let your voice be heard. Um, give us your thoughts on the game and uh, thought, some thoughts. I have another topic I want to bring up, something we've all been kind of hearing about, the ownership change. You know stuff like that, so I want to talk a little bit about that because there's something that's uh, something that looks interesting uh, that we saw this weekend. So we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But let's talk about the game uh, first. But before we even do that, let's uh, say hi to you guys. First one in the house is B King. Welcome, B King. Footballer is here. Judge Dredd, as always. And he's happy we're starting to get some points we need. And one world, one goal, as always. And she left a voicemail, so we will get to that voicemail soon. One world, one goal. Listen, I was walking out of the stadium. 
I wasn't even in my car yet. I'm walking out of the stadium and, and, I, and I hear my phone going off. It's one world, one goal right after the game. Call in to give her a fresh, hot take about the game. And, uh, and you guys could do that too. You know, you could save this number, 786-474-4435 in your, in your phone and give us a call anytime you want and we will play it over the weekend on Sunday's show. But uh, like she, you know, literally, I thought I, I got it brought a smile to my face. I'm sitting here walking out of the stadium, and 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 then I see uh, see my my phone ringing. So I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, Jose Velasquez, welcome. We're almost there to the playoffs. Esteban Dido, watch the full game. Still, the team has a lot to improve. Of course, let's not let's not get overexcited. Uh, Diego Garcia, welcome. Gotta. Gotta was at the stadium. He took a friend for the first time. Big soccer fan, not just, but not familiar with MLS. Well, hopefully, uh, this this game represented well for your friend. All right, uh, and that's about it in the chat. If you have, if you're watching, you haven't said hi in the chat, please do so, and we will give you a little shout out. But yeah, so I uh, I, I I along with Kata was at the game this weekend. And uh, it was it was definitely a lot a lot of fun. It was it was a game that uh, I knew going in was gonna be just a fun game. You know that Columbus is not the Columbus of last year, right? They they're the the, the reigning MLS Cup champs, but they're not playing like that right now. They've had a lot of injuries, and, and I mean like look, Zellerion, he's a great player. They still got great players. Uh, Zardes is just coming back from injury. He came in in the second half. But they're, they're definitely a, a good team, and, and we're kind of, you know, on the rise. We still got a lot of issues, but we're, we're seeing improvements. And that's really, at this point, we hit so rock bottom that that's all you can really expect and hope for is, is to see some improvement. And we are. We're moving in the right direction. If we could make the playoffs, this season is a success. Now, had, had, at the start of the season, we might have said something a little more braggadocious, that we should go higher in the playoffs, we should make MLS, we should you know, get further in playoffs, maybe make the cup or something like that. We might be a little more braggadocious. But uh, after getting slapped in the face a little bit and seeing how this team performed in the first half of the season, you know, our expectations are, are lowered a little bit. And, and now just making the playoffs would be a huge accomplishment for this. Footballer, good footballer, uh, has yet to go to any game. How much is parking? Parking, footballer, if you are going to pay for the official parking. Now, there is some parking offsite from some, some offsite vendors, but I just haven't used them because it's, it's hard to get over, around and stuff like that there. Um, so, anyways, it's 30, it's 30 bucks if you buy it in advance. They'll tell you it's 25 but then, but then uh, there's a $5 um, uh, Ticketmaster fee. And so it's 30 bucks, but, and that sounds like a lot because it is, but if you don't pay it in advance and you come to the game and try to pay with some cash, I don't even know if they take cash, but they will take some sort of payment at the game. They're going to charge you $40, $40 to park is ridiculous. So while I think $30 is too much, I've been paying it. Because it sounds better than forty, so it's expensive to park. If best bet is like uh, you know go with uh, you know some friends, you know 
Maybe uh, you pay uh, the parking, your friends buy you a beer or two. I've done that. Um, Kata saying he saw some people parking by extreme. Yeah, you might be able to do that. It's a, it's a healthy walk. Um, I don't really want to make that walk. Maybe I'm lazy. Um, but uh, yeah, there is there's right right across from gate two. There is somebody out there that is doing some like valet parking. And I know they raised the prices because in the beginning of the season, they were charging like 20 bucks, 25 bucks for valet. And then if you would let them park the car, which is then a little further away, it was only 10 bucks. But I know they've raised their prices. So their 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 prices um, are a little bit little bit closer to what the stadium is charging, maybe five dollars less or something like that. So I'll just I'll just park the official stadium parking, um, and and footballer, yeah, I agree. It's it seems like a ripoff how much they charge to park, but that's you know they're going to charge that to park whether the team's good or bad. They've got their. Uh, you know, their price model of how, how, you know, how they plan on making their money back. And I guess that's just it. I mean, how much is it, how much is it to go and park at a Miami Marlins game? I don't know. I'm asking you guys, how much is it to park at the Miami Dolphins game? Cause you know, I imagine Dolphins games are probably 30 bucks or more, but that's the Dolphins. Dolphins is a, they're a bigger deal. The Marlins, not as much of a big deal. Uh, I know the Florida Panthers, heck, you could park for ch free because you could park across the street at Sawgrass Mills. Uh, they don't really want you to do that, but everybody does. I've done it. Um, and you can do that for free. Um, <laughs> one World, One Goal says that she was, of course, she was excited. So she left one right after the game. And I love that. Oh, Kata, yes. Kata, yes. I did see the guy run on the field right after the game, a, a fan. Looked like he was from the supporter section, ran onto the field just before he could get tackled. Uh, and, and he was starting to get escorted out. And um, it was, um, I, well, it was, I think it was Matuidi that, that ran over to him and, and told the, uh, the uh, bouncer to, to kind of like chill out for a second. And then gave the, kid, the guy, not a kid, gave the guy his uh, jersey. So the guy got a jersey and it looks like he just got escorted back into the stands. It didn't look like he got escorted out of the stadium or arrested because that really could get you arrested. Uh, but he, the guy, guy got away with a shirt, got a shirt. Not bad. I would not take that chance, though. Uh, yeah, Diego Dolphins are playing right now. I was actually just watching the Dolphins game. They were winning, but not by much. Uh, what, like four points. I don't know about now. Kata is saying it's $20 for the heat. Interesting. I, I would expect it to be more. Jazz Fusion is in here. It's just <laughs> smell. Playoffs smell like bacon. Exactly. Because my wife was making breakfast. She was making bacon in the morning. I was making my image. I was trying to think of a show title. Playoffs do smell like bacon. Bacon's good. But in my house, it's turkey bacon. Because, you know, you got to try to say, save a few LBs here and there. You got to pick and choose your, 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 uh, your, 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 uh, your fatty meats, I guess. So it's turkey bacon for, for in this household. Uh, Chris Arjun, welcome. I see you're just now getting in. Eric Thomas. Where is Eric Thomas? He was supposed to be here this weekend. Eric Thomas was supposed to be here in South Florida this weekend. Guy's a traitor. Hanging out with uh, up there in the uh, with the purple up in Orlando, I think. I'm not sure. I think that's where he was. 
little coffee to keep me up. Giovanni, welcome. He's new, but he's not. All right. Well, welcome. Glad you're here. Glad you're here. Yes, yes, Eric, that was your bad. I'm going to change the color of your name right here to purple or something, I think. should do that. Baldwin's in the house. Baldwin 4. Welcome. Still waiting on Ed. So those of you that are just showing up, wondering where Ed might be, he told me he was going to be running a little bit late, so... Eric is, Eric is asking me not to put him on blast. Now, if the shoe was on the other foot and I went to Orlando, I think Eric would put me on blast. So therefore, I don't know. I don't know if I should give him a break. Esteban makes a, uh, has a question here. And this this is great because I you know I have some things to talk about but this is this is I, I really love uh, especially when when it's just you and us to talk to you guys a little bit more Peter if the goal is simply to make it to the playoffs without showing more creativity goal power whoops, goal power and domination this team is better off not making it than to get sucker get some suckered punched I don't agree. They are, you know, they have, you have to see some progress. Making the playoffs this year with how bad the season started is making progress. You know, you can't build Rome in one day, right? Is that the saying? Something like that. Uh, you know, the, 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 the three man back with, uh, with the, the two uh, wingers at uh, wing backs has been, has been a revelation. I mean, I, we, Christian McCoon, I thought was terrible. Now in this three-man back, he's great. Figal is really shining as that as that sweeper back, or you know, and and he, he so the defense is definitely showing a lot better. Our cre our issue is really with our our attackers right now, you know. So we need more creativity. You're right. You're right. We need more creativity. But this year we got to use what we got. And look, that goal that Iguain scored, would he have gotten to that ball? Would he have been able to pick off that pass earlier in the season? I mean, it wasn't like a big run, but that's progress for him. So I don't know. I think making the playoffs is progress for this team for this year. And then next year, we got to see better progress. We've got to see them shed a few of these DPs and get somebody new. But we are a little bit tied in cash next year as well. But if we if we if we drop a player, I don't know how that all works with the you know if they, if they they're gonna have to buy out a player or something like that so they could free up some space on the roster, not only for a DP but also money. Chris Arjun is asking if I enjoyed the game. Well, I am kind of giving my thoughts now, but yeah, the the general feeling of uh, was amazing. It was so exciting to be to see the crew. Last time I saw the crew in person, I was wearing a Miami Fusion shirt when they played the crew the last time we saw the crew down here. So it was awesome. It was great. I, I mean, the stadium was pretty good crowd, over 15,000, pretty good for the current situation that we're in. And I just, I, I, I was so excited. I'm cheering. We, the guy behind us, uh, uh, you know, we got a goalie guy was back. We got a goalkeeper guy was back yelling. And look, he made a couple great saves. 
Columbus could have been back in this game, but uh, but uh, you know our Dutch keeper uh, did a great job. So I mean, just look. Even when we lose, I have fun going to the games. But it just felt really good walking out of that stadium, seeing. I mean, just you know, it was a great night. Loved it, loved it. And and I I just think the team is is I get excited when I see the progress that we're making. All right, let's 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 uh, let's get to one of the voicemails here, and then we'll get to back to some more comments. So let's go to that voicemail that I that I received as I was heading out of the stadium. Here is one world, one goal. Oh, I don't think it's playing. Hang on a second, guys. Let me. I've got to um, make an adjustment here. Play women and men all the time. Now it should work. Sometimes I got some technical difficulties, guys. All right, let's see if this works this time. Hey, Peter and Uncle Ed and all the great fans. Woohoo, we won. So you got to tip the hat to Phil Neville because everyone was like, I don't know if this guy should be coach, but look how well he has turned this team around. They, you know, it wasn't pretty, but we won. And they're grinding them out. It was, I believe, our third clean sheet in a row. And then, of course, what was lovely on the broadcast for everybody that is stuck watching at home, they, um, Ray Hudson and everybody gave a lovely tribute to our Miami Fusion because the last time Miami played Columbus was a big 4-3 win. Cracky got, uh, I think, um, one goal and three assists. Of course, they go set a number 17 board along with uh, a couple of others I can't even remember, but it was nice to hear Ray talking about our fusion. And uh, I was excited to see. He's got some nice tweets on Diego, so it was a very nice, memorable game. All right, love you guys. Love the show. All right, thank you so much there. Uh, some comments. It seems like, Esteban, I love your comments every week, but you are a little bit negative. I don't understand. The only positive thing I see is the fans are still showing up, but this team is not inspiring me, and I am a fan. I am glad you're a fan, but uh, look, I'm a, I'm, I try to be a positive person, and, and, I, and I don't like negativity around me. When I'm at work, for example, and you know, you're in an office environment, it's inevitable that you're going to have some negative people around you. Well, I don't keep them around me. You know, they, they, I shut them out, put on the headphones, whatever. I don't want any negativity around me. I'm a, I, I like to look at things a little more positive. Uh, you, maybe it's, I'm, maybe I'm naive about some things, maybe, you know, whatever it is, but I like to, I like to be positive and, and I'm in, I'm into going to the games to have fun and it is fun and they've been becoming a lot more fun to watch and that's progress. Uh, you know, so, you know, some fans, and, and maybe Esteban, you're one of those that you're a, di a big fan, but you're just hard to please. And maybe I'm easier to please, right? So we're all different. And uh, we're, we and, and I learned a long time ago, you can't tell somebody else how to be a fan. You're maybe a little bit more critical than some of us. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, as long as you're going to the games, that's great. But, you know, and that's when I talk about sometimes these these comments on Facebook and, th and Twitter and and I see there is so much negativity. Can't we just be happy for a week? Can't we celebrate a little bit? All right. It looks like 
Looks like somebody uh, has, 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 has just graced us um, with, with uh, his presence. Uncle Ed is in the house. How you doing, guys? Sorry about the man. The, the, the Serrano household is a cal walking calamity lately. Ed, you sent me a picture, and I'm not going to go into that. It's your story to tell if you want to tell. But you sent me a picture yesterday, and I just said to my wife, Things are just never easy for Ed. It's just it's always <laughs> something. Sure it's just never easy for Ed. I'm like, oh man. I'm like, I'm telling you, I got a fairly stress-free life in comparison, and and I don't know why. I mean, but uh, yeah, yeah, you got you got it's 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 you know it's not always easy, right, Ed? <laughs> yeah, life sometimes uh, throws you some jabs, uh, so you got to just like you know try to duck. Yeah. Unfortunately, lately I've been getting, you know, getting hit left and right. So, <laughs> but um, make a long story short, um, we, um, you know, somebody tried to break into our house last night. Or, well, well, this, yeah, was it? I think it was, yeah, yeah, yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. And then today, I go with the wife to go and buy some stuff or whatever, and she forgets her wallet somewhere. Oh, geez. so. That's why I was late right now because we were like looking. Yeah, so it's, I was just like, "Wow, dude, it's like this has been one hell of a ride lately." And and you know the funny <laughs> thing is the funny thing is it's not like there, there there's not a pattern right there's not like okay I can see where the issue is and make an adjustment. These are just totally out there, random, different things that have one is not connected to another. So there's really nothing right. you could do other than just roll with the punches. Dude, that's, you know, roll with the punches, you know, and, and things will get better eventually. There you go. But there the you go. good thing so far are that Inter-Miami is winning. Yeah, so and so... You probably so, covered a lot of that. I mean, yeah, I, I, I've been talking a lot to our, our chatters and, and our great audience in here um, and, and uh, talking about being positive because our buddy here, Esteban, is, is, a, is a very critical fan, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not as much. Um, but, uh, you know, so... So I've been babbling on a little bit and, and getting some thoughts in the in the chat room. But just what was your feeling? What was your thought of seeing Inter Miami, you know, beat the crew? The last time we saw the crew in person was when they were playing against the the Miami Fusion. So we're getting to see the crew again, and they're still the crew, even though they tried to change them several times. Um, right. You know, but what you know, they nice goal by Iguain. I mean, what'd you think? What were your thoughts on the game? That that was. That was Peter Brown poaching. If I ever saw anything, yeah, exactly. the mistake from the from the, uh, the 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 defender, and he was in the right place at the right time, receiving it nicely and alert. He wasn't he was gonna alert. Miss. He was in the game. He was alert enough to intercept it. Because you know, if he was facing the wrong direction or or smoking his cigarette, eating his eating his <laughs> cheeseburger, he might have missed uh -huh. it. Yeah, yeah, he was he was uh, totally on top of that. It could have been any other player that could have gotten it and probably not made it, but he's got the you know the uh, the experience where he just wasn't going to fail that one. So, you know, if we would it would have been one of the other players, perhaps they would have. But yeah, that was one that uh, I'm glad we got because you know we didn't we didn't get too many opportunities. So uh, so that was nice. Some nice thoughts coming your way, Ed. Serrano was up. Here's a How's good one. Carter? Ed may have been evicted. 
What jazz fusion? Damn, no, jazz. that's that's not what it was. Damn, jazz, that's so, harsh. Damn, jazz. Here you go, Judge Dredd. Is that living in his car? My house is open, bro. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah, this time I, I'm here at the house, but I just, you know, I just got here, so I'm Get like, uh, let me connect quick because it was yeah. gonna take me another 10, 15 minutes to Get connect everything. So I'll just like, yeah. Baldwin so. Baldwin Four says, I thought Ed was living in Ted's garage. A little sim- a little sympathy here for you from Jose. Poor Uncle Ed. Oh yeah, man, Jose. I'm telling you, man. But yeah, I was I was ready to go to the game and everything, Peter. I had to watch it on TV. Yeah. So I was just like, oh man. Yeah, Ted is the whole re- family ready to go too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had uh, extra tickets and everything. Ted is remembering the one of the times that we played the Fusion uh, and the crew was at the Orange Bowl. And I was there. I think you were there as well. We got those those shirts that that those blue T-shirts they passed out that said something about the crew. I had that shirt for a long time, and then I finally misplaced it. Something happened. Don't have it anymore. My dad has that shirt. The other day he wore it. Uh, he, uh, he was uh, he, he uh, you know WhatsApped me or whatever yeah. on uh, video. Yeah. And he had it on, and I forgot to take a picture. But I told him next time. Uh, I remember the following day. I was like, I next time I need to. Take a take a picture of it, and yeah. I'm gonna put it up because it's still in pretty decent shape. One world, one goal says she still has that blue shirt. From Judge, the Archway, yeah, yeah. Judge Dredd uh, says that he's gonna get you a Rottweiler so, to uh, safeguard your house. I've got a Shih Tzu. <laughs> well, that's not gonna do it. <laughs> that's not gonna do it because all he does is bark. Ankle biter, but right? it might be enough to get people to go away. <laughs> yeah, but isn't that a little dog? A little dog with little teeth, but he can bite. He's bitten me before. But little dogs have little barks. You know, they they bark a lot, but you know it's a little dog. He's like, yeah, as as opposed as opposed to, you know, he's. Yeah, I I got a little dog. I know, I know what they sound like. They're annoying as hell. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't intimidate people. It's it's funny because the uh, the guy that was hooking up my uh, internet came in on Friday. And the dog was just like barking next to him. He just looked up down at him like, you know, whatever, dude. You know, and he's not very intimidating. No, not at all. Looks like Kata's going to go to Canesware, he says. Uh, go into Canesware soon. My friend paid $150. I don't know what that's for, but maybe a shirt. And no way is he paying that ATM, need that 10%. All right, go to Canesware. Yes, go visit them. Canesware is a place to go. And if you can't go, uh, go online, canesware.com. And get it. That's how I do it sometimes because I can't always go up there. But you'll get it the next day. I got get my stuff quick. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's listen to another voicemail. And then there is some, uh, um, you know, start talking maybe a little bit about uh, the next game. And then also, because uh, I know we've got Richard Greenberg in here who's a Toronto fan. So we can start talking about that. Plus, I also want to talk about something we saw so about something about some books, Ed. I do want to touch on that before we get too far. So maybe before we get to Toronto, let's talk about... Did you get about, the pictures? I've got some evidence to show. And, and so let's, let's play this voicemail. Let's get to this, talk about the voicemail, and then let's get to the books, and then we can talk about what's coming up. Here we go. All right, it's not playing again. Why does this keep happening today? All right, but I know how to fix it because I did it last time. All right, here we got to do something like this. 
then we go win, then we go all the time, walking you guys through my uh, my uh, IT setup thing, the IT stuff here. All right, this should work now. Sam, Sam, dead, 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 damn. That's an this imposter. Is Ed Serrano from Derek Reese Boulevard, <laughs> Florida. So the game last night, um, it was an ugly game, I got to admit. Uh, yeah. The first half was good. Second half, so here's the thing. I watch a lot of European football. Um, and like I was watching Roma today, AS Roma. It's one of my favorite teams. When they're breaking and they have like a 3-on-1 break or even a 3-on-2 break or something, it's going to take a lot to stop them. It's going to take a, de- a great defensive play. Uh, and, you know, and then the really big teams like Manchester City and uh, Bayern Munich, same thing. When, my, when Inter-Miami have breaks, they usually stop themselves, like a, a, a really bad pass, a clumsy play. Um, it's, it's you know, it's not just an MLS thing because some of the MLS teams actually do possess the ball better and do make less juvenile mistakes. Um, even the Miami Fusion back in the day, whenever they, you know, they were a lot more, it seemed like a lot more offensively competent, at least compared to the competition of the day, of their day. Anyway, uh, they keep winning, so that's all that really matters, I guess. Um uh, you know, I'll just mention one other thing. I posted this uh, in that Facebook group, but um, there is, they have played nine home games since opening the full stadium. So, and it's apples and oranges compared to the Fusion, but they're doing a lot better than the Fusion did in their first nine games. Um, they're averaging almost fifteen thousand per game, whereas the Fusion averaged around ten thousand per game at this point uh, after their first nine games. Again, apples and oranges. These aren't even really the first nine games for Inter Miami, but it's just they're just doing a lot better as far as popularity. Uh, you know, their owners have a lot more money to promote the team and stuff. But anyway, I guess that's all I have to say. And um, since this is Ed Serrano, uh, you'll be seeing me soon in my car uh, when I pop in for my part of the show. Bye. <laughs> You know when he when 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 he talks about uh, the stadium, you know fifteen thousand. Yeah, it is better, but of course we expected more. And sure, it's a COVID time. And actually, I was sitting there with our friend Julio Caballero uh, at the game, and it's kind of talking about that a little bit. Just that how and and there's no way to know, right? How much is it the fact that the stadium's not full? How much is it that we're in COVID? times and people don't want to go in that situation or is it because they were bad for a good period of time and that I always said they had to come out guns blazing and play well to win over the South Florida it's a tough sports market is it because they were bad or is it because Fort Lauderdale is not the best market I mean I don't think that last part is true I think Fort Lauderdale is a great market I don't know for certain, you know, if the state can, so it's, it, it, I keep thinking, is it one of those three things? And there's no way to really t- to tell. I mean, cause, because the COVID stuff's going to go away at some point and the team's going to get better at some point, And that may line up at the same time. And then we may have a full stadium. So you still wouldn't be able to tell which was the real issue. 
you know? Or if it never gets better, is it because it's in Fort Lauderdale? And the only way to really prove whether or not it's a Fort Lauderdale issue is for when the stadium opens in Miami. And if it's full in Miami, then you go, well, that guess that's a better market, right? So there's no way to really to answer my question. But I was sitting there just kind of pondering it as I'm watching the game because it does irk me when I look over in that west side and I see so many empty seats. And those are expensive tickets. Um, are they too pricey? I, don't, I mean, I don't know. What are your thoughts, Ed? Um, well, I, I think it's a combination of a lot of things. That, like everything that you mentioned, I think you're right. Um, COVID has a lot to do with it. A lot of people aren't going. Uh, things come up. See what happened to me? Uh, things come up and you just can't show up. Um, but I'm a season ticket holder, so I don't know if they count those tickets, which I, I imagine they, they would. I don't think they no? do. Okay. I, I think, I'm not 100% sure, but I think it's ticket scanned. Because there was one time... I went to a game and I scanned my ticket and the guy was like, I'm by myself. And he, and it somehow it seemed like he knew I had more tickets. Cause he's like, are you only scanning one? I said, well, I have three, but, but I'm only using one tonight. And, and so, um, I, I got the feeling that it's, it's tickets scanned. I don't know that for certain, but I think. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, Richard but, Greenberg. They still made my money. I didn't show up though. Right. So, so look, if they sold, you know, 15, 17,000 season tickets, they still got the money. So they don't really care if you're in the stadium other than the fact that they're not making concessions and parking. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> Eric Thomas. If, uh, if you guys think 15 K is bad, I would happily invite you to Red Bull arena any night and to Yankee stadium to see New York city FC. They make the inter Miami, uh, look like Atlanta or Seattle. Oof. Well, yeah, I mean, but at the same time, we don't want to compare ourselves to other poorly attended teams. Right. We want, we came into this league very cocky, uh, going around the ownership, at least going around saying kind of like, we're going to teach the league what football is. We came into there here saying we're going to be the next Atlanta. Right. And, and so, you know, and the fact that we lost a team makes me very, very conscious of the crowd. Like, I'm always right. nervous of the crowd dipping too much and the ownership going, I'm done. Now, we're not in the old MLS. I think somebody else would come up and buy the team. I don't think it's, it's not the old MLS. It's not what it used to be. But I'm still, it's just ingrained in me to be a little scared. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not too scared at this point. I think, um, you know, as opposed to last time, the, the Miami Fusion was owned by one guy who was rich, but he wasn't, you know, billionaire rich. No, a millionaire so, in a billionaire game. Exactly. So that was the reason why he couldn't uh, keep losing money. Uh, in our case, we've got, you know, a, a, well, so far we have a few billionaires and uh, a, a millionaire, mm -hmm. you could say, in Beckham. Uh, who are hoping, holding this team up. Uh, so in that sense, we're okay. They knew they were coming in this. They were going to lose money for a few years. And, you know, that's how sports is. You know, I'm sure they can do write-offs, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. but we were pretty sure that these guys were going to be able to hold up, you know, without a problem. Yeah. You know, that they weren't going to go away. So in that sense, I'm not too worried if the attendance goes pretty well pretty you know low 
because I don't really think it's going to happen. It's, it's a whole different, you know, monster now. I've also said that I think MLS really wanted Miami it, b mainly for the television market. For the for the for you know to say they have the gateway to South America, I think having also that big footprint, having a foot deep in the South, which you know we don't act like we're in the South, but we are, right? And so being a the southern, south, south, southern, there is, mm -hmm. yeah, but we're very northern for the southern area. But uh, you know, I think it's <laughs> I think it's really good for their television contracts to be in Miami. So um, I'm gonna uh, Esteban is is, is uh, um, <laughs> Still coming at me a little bit here, uh, so let's 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 talk about this real quick, and then we'll move on. Peter, be honest with me. No, I'm going to lie. Uh, haven't my critical comments been more factual and things that need to improve than simply be negative? So I don't know. Uh, I, I, I they seem a little negative there, Estevan. Um, are they factual? Are we are we lacking in creativity? Sure, but you but your points were that the way I read it, at least, my interpretation of your points, were that we weren't making progress. And I think we are making progress. If, if getting in the playoffs is that progress, in your opinion, it's not because it's, they're not being creative. My opinion, it is progress. Because we were so bad that making the playoffs is an accomplishment. They've, they pulled themselves together, they got a ping pong table, and now everything's great. Because... <laughs> Neville brought up the ping pong table again in his post game conference. Apparently, that ping pong table is really, really important to them. So it's an um, important thing. I, I I haven't watched it, but I imagine. Yeah, uh, you know, I, they do need to do some uh, ping pong uh, videos. But you know, put something together, and you know, hey, look, we know that some people from the team watch us here. Do that. Do, you get your get your um, your marketing team together. You you put together some cool interviews that you put up on your website and put up on YouTube and stuff like that. They they're great. Do one of like a ping pong uh, tournament with the uh, with the players, having some fun, showing them what it's like in the locker room a little bit. Um, I think. I mean, we see what's in the locker room, but I mean, showing this ping pong table that we've all heard about. Let's see it. So, uh, Ted uh -huh. is actually calling out Esteban, saying that uh, Esteban is Derek Reese in disguise. Now, that's a deep cut. Those of you that are Strikers fans would know who that is. Those of you that are new, you don't necessarily know who that troll is, but that is a troll. Not Esteban, but Derek Reese. Um, I wouldn't say that. That is very, very mean of you, Ted. I would never say that about our buddy Esteban. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Ed. All right, we, we got to talk about You talked about New York City FC, didn't you? And that is part of this as well, right? Well, well so, where okay. do you want to start? Let's set it up. So we've heard, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's no secret that Marcelo Clore and Masayoshi Son want to sell their portion of Inner Miami. They want out. And it's, it was reported on The Athletic and that uh, they want to sell it and that Jorge Mas and his brother are, are apparently willing to buy them out and that they're, they're going to get a loan from Goldman Sachs to make that happen. So I do have a little bit of concerns about that, uh, but regardless. And then, and then they're also going to continue to look for some more investors. But they have enough money, enough credit, I guess, if they're getting a loan uh, yeah. to, to, to get this done. Um, a loan, I, I question, because then I start wondering, okay, well, you don't want to put all your money into it, so I get, taking, I get taking a loan so you could space it out. But then are we now 
a little more cash strapped to get those big expensive players if it's if we're only got one billionaire. But that's a whole nother topic. But so we we so we we heard that uh, Marcelo wants out. He hasn't been promoting Inter Miami on 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 Twitter as of late. And right. well, let's go with Twitter first, Ed. This is what we saw here on Twitter. Marcelo, as this today, I think, uh, or 22 hours ago, so this was yesterday, is celebrating a goal from New York City FC. Marcelo tweets, that's what I'm talking about, as he shares a video from New York City scoring a goal against New England. You'd imagine being an owner of Inter-Miami, that he would be celebrating our goal. You would think his share would be the Iguain goal. And you can appreciate another team in the league, but I mean, you don't, I mean, they're in our division. It's not even you're right. appreciating somebody from the West. They're in our division. And, bar, and, bar, and I get it. All right. He's in New York city right now. He's, yeah. he's working from there. Um, but I know that he's also somewhat associated with New York City FC through via the Manchester City connection that he has. Uh, uh, he's got a connection with them because they, are, I think, are partners with Bolivar, which is his other team mm -hmm. in uh, in Bolivia. Mm -hmm. So okay, they're you know they've got something going on, which I don't know probably rubs. David Beckham the wrong way because you know this is Manchester City. He's a right. Manchester United fan, right? So there might be some conflict there. I don't know. Call me crazy. I I don't like it, Ed. And Baldwin says I'll put it up again. He says I'll miss Chloré. He's a good guy. The way I feel about Chloré with lately, I uh, I you know I know he spent some time in Japan and his partner is Japanese. So I say sayonara, Marcelo. Get out of here. I don't want you around anymore if you're gonna do if you're gonna tweet like this. I appreciate what you yeah, did to get us to this point, but I don't like that. He did. He, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, if it wasn't because of him, we would not have a team right now. Right. He was the one that started the whole thing. So, you know, seeing him tweet that kind of hurts. Um, it, you know, it bugged him me. wanting to leave hurts also because we have a history with him. We passed around stuff. Exactly. You know, for, for him uh, back in the day because we, you know, he was one of the people that answered our call for investors to Miami. Uh, that answered Julio Caballero, uh, to be more exact. And, you know, we're very grateful because he did that and he got our foot in, into Major League Soccer and here we are today. But now he's talking about another team. You know, his Twitter still says he's one of the owners of uh, Inter-Miami. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it looks, looks like he's already... Going to the dark side. Yeah, and Baldwin also mentions he snitched on the partners who probably wouldn't do the right thing. So he's still got his back. I just take that first part. He snitched on his partners. Snitches get stitches, right? Uh, I don't like that. I don't like that either. I mean, okay, you want to do the right thing. Keep your drama in-house. And yeah. uh, I, I don't like that either. I mean, you know, I, I'm all about doing the right thing, but I, I got issues with that. So anyways, there's more to this, though, Ed. There is more. Oh, boy. Because oh boy. you and I did a video. And if you haven't seen this series of videos, there's like four videos plus one compilation video of all of it together, where it's one of our most viewed videos, the tour of the stadium <laughs> that you and I did 
uh, before, um, you know, last season. We got a great tour. We got to go inside the owner's uh, uh, suite. Sweet. Yeah, it was pretty nice in there. Really nice. One of the things that they have there, it's just a neat little cool touch. It's, it's super minor, but it's cool. They have, a, you know, a, a TV and, and, you know, kind of a, a table underneath the TV, like a n- nice looking ornamental looking um, cabinet and everything. And on that shelf cabinet thing, whatever, um, they have four books like this. Mm-hmm. Bolivia, Japan, Miami, London. Four books, each book representing one of the owners. And I saw that, and I thought it was a super cool touch. It is so minor, so little, but a neat design function and a nod to the four owners we have. And I thought, that's super cool. So now we have a new image here. And I know that one's a little harder to see, but I wanted you to see the whole thing. This was tweeted out by Chris Henderson, who was in the owner's suite yesterday. And you see two books are missing. There is no more Bolivia or Japan on the shelf. And if we do a little bit of a, let me see here, let's do this. You see a little bit more of a close up there. So you can see it just says yep. Miami and London there. And but you can't even say, okay, they put them on the side somewhere. No, they're not even on there. And no they're Bolivia, moved. no Japan. They were, they were off to the side when we went in there, off to that right side. Now they're directly underneath the TV. They've been moved. And so, I mean, to me, it looks like it's a done deal. It's official. And this, I mean, this is not official. There's no press release. But this is as official as it can be without actually being official. They've removed their right. books, Ed. Where did those books go? John. You don't, you don't just return gone. those books to the library for nothing. That means... Unfortunately, I mean, it saddens me to say, but, you know, um, uh, these are two guys that, you know, at least uh, Masa-san, who was incredible, he is incredibly rich. I think he's the richest person in Japan now. Um, yeah, incredibly deep pockets. Yep. And Marcelo Clara, who's another billionaire. Yep. Um, who were losing, you know, there's a lot of money going, leaving there. Uh, you mentioned it a little bit also, and, uh, you know, uh, they're getting a loan, uh, the, the Moss brothers, uh, to buy the other guys out. Um, mm-hmm. I, I see what they're trying to do, but, you know, uh, I'm kind of nervous like you, man. Uh, you know, uh, it's a lot of money that they're, they're, they're going to ask, uh, to borrow. Yeah. So they're, they're going to, they're going to, uh, borrow some money. And, and, and I think the, the valuation of the club is somewhere around what, 650, I think, I think that was what yeah, the number gone was. Up, yeah. So it's gone up. Yeah, so, it's gone up. So hey, that's a nice business move on Clore and Masayoshi son. Uh, you know, they they're gonna make they're gonna make some bank. So, but yeah, you know, so now they've got take out a loan. And so now when it, they they've talked about they want to be big spenders. We're the highest spending team in the league right now. They want to continue that. They said that, you know, all the mistakes they've made is not they're not not gonna change their goals of going out and getting the biggest talent name talents and all that kind of stuff. None of that's gonna change. But this could change that because now if the pockets aren't as deep and I know, you know, uh, Jorge Moss and I don't know exactly how much money he has. I know they've got a ton of money, but, you know, his billions, it's still less than what they did have available to them. So now there's less billions available 
And so I, I just hope, yeah, that that does not affect. Um, but, you know, hey, look at it this way. They, they, they can't spend a ton of money over the next two years anyways because they've been docked, you know, a million dollars each year. So they're going to be a million dollars less each year. So, you know, they got to go on a budget a little bit. So now, you know, he could save a little money while he's, you know, and there's rumors that he was going there. They were in talks with an Argentinian and a Saudi Arabian group, two different groups to, to kind of become partners of the club as well. Um, you know, our, the, the Saudi group make, or is it Saudi or, or somewhere in that part of the world? Uh, that makes sense, yeah. seeing that Beckham has ties with uh, some, like, what, the Paris Saint-Germain, who are from that side of the, the world. Um, uh, I'm not exactly sure what country, but from that side of the world, so. Uh, yeah, there's and, a lot of, um, there's a lot of, uh, there's a big chance that, you know, they, they probably already have people lined up. Yeah. Uh, they just uh, want, probably want to take their time finding those other investors i'll feel good you know once they name the other investors um because we need to know that they're not going to let up on on this whole we want to be a big uh, club in the world uh i think we we still have that ability to get there beckham might be might, might not be a billionaire yet but um i think he's he's going to get there eventually uh the way that he's going him and his wife um so but we depend on them, you know, yeah. we depend on, on the team depends on, on their pockets right now uh, from what it looks like. And uh, there's a proof right there, guys. If uh, nobody else had mentioned it before, there, there's, there it is. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's, uh, it looks like um, I think One World, One Goal is getting frustrated with us bagging on uh, Chloe because the way she says this and, and maybe it's the way I'm reading it. Let me move this down again. Now, of course, I'm reading into it some, some, some. You know, again, as Clay was CFO, that's financial. He was the one to answer to Don Garber. He has a partnership with New York City FC City Group um, in Bolivia. So they tried to get messy at Man City. Okay, yeah, I get all that. It doesn't mean I, I, I and, and I know that he has the responsibility to report to Don Garber. I don't care. That's the thing. I understand one world. I don't care. You shut your mouth, you talk to your partners, you deal with it, you keep it in-house, and, and, and I just, I, that's just how I feel. And as far as him you know, having a partnership with New York City FC, have your partnership, whatever. Don't go tweeting celebrating their goal when, when you're still an owner of another Eastern team. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, footballer, it doesn't feel good. Footballer is feeling that maybe the Moss brothers are more of a liability to this club and to the other owners. Liability maybe because they're willing to break the rules. I get it. You know, we don't, I mean, we don't know all the story behind the scenes, how much they knew, how much did they, did they tell, you know, uh, Tubby to, to, to bend the rules? Did he run it by them? And they said, ah, go for it because they're used to doing things the way yeah. they do things in Miami and things get done the way, you know, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's us all putting words, you know, we weren't there. We don't really know, but maybe, maybe somebody will come out with the book. Somebody that's got the inside and, to, and right? let us know what really happened. Yeah. yeah. It'd be interesting to, to find out. And, and yeah, you know, look, the Moss brothers, uh, they're very hands-on to some extent. Uh, we, we did read that 
uh, reports out of Inner Miami were that they were maybe a little too hands-on and they hired people to do certain jobs and then didn't really allow them to do those jobs because they're just a little too hands-on. But, um, all right. And <laughs> exactly, Peter said, Peter Brown, don't care, people, shut up. <laughs> um, Peter thinks what Peter's going to think, by golly. Yeah, I, I just don't like that uh, that Gloria, you know, sold us out. But but and, and I don't like that he's tweeting about New York City, but his book has been removed. Yeah, I don't. So. I don't I, well, yeah, when we saw that, yeah, I didn't like it either. All right. So coming up, we've got a short, uh, you know, we got a lot of games in a short amount of time. Um, where is it? I wanted to pull out well, here. Here's the schedule. Let me let me let me uh, see if I can. Move things around, dummy. And come to Safari right here. Here we go. So, there we go. So on Tuesday, we're traveling up to Toronto, and Richard Greenberg says we should have an easy win there uh, because he thinks they're going to play a lot of their, their, their kids, their, their young players, because they, you know, their season's basically over. That could also be considered a trap game, right? Because we're going to go in there thinking we can win, thinking we could beat them and it's a trap right yeah. right like admiral akbar would tell you then i mean but yep. then look that's a tuesday we we just played on saturday now we're gonna we're playing again on tuesday and then friday no uh, um the 17th we're back home to play against new york red bull and then what is why that? on a friday friday and then the 22nd which is what my math is bad was that five days later or something like that is we're playing against Nashville. Nashville is very good. Nashville is is uh, right there in second, second place. place in the in the uh, schedule in the uh, Eastern Conference. We did we did beat them though last time. Sure. So it's doable for of course. But uh, you know this this is this is a, a lot of games in a short period of time. And then again, you know, then a week later, we're, we're up in Atlanta. So that's a little more. We got a week in between the, the Nashville and the Atlanta game. That's normal. But, the, you know, this Toronto, New York, Nashville, and then, and then also the game we just played, Columbus, that's a lot of games in a very short period of time. So it's, it's, it's definitely, uh, it, that's, that's, I'm having a hard time here changing that is a challenge for this for this team i mean a lot of players are going to get opportunities because coach even said look the players that started on saturday are not going to be all the same players that start on this coming tuesday game because he's got to rest players so we're going to see some different formations i saw some people saying here so uh baldwin is saying so lord breck losing his spot to gibbs well Gibbs is is injured so whenever Gibbs gets better I, I mean I don't know how bad his injury is but he's been injured so I think if Gibbs was not injured he would have he would have been starting over Brett Shea, period so right. it would just be going back to the way it should be right um, uh -huh. but hey how about that how about speaking of Brett Shea, how about that uh, I don't know how many of you guys saw that picture somebody posted on Facebook of Brett Shea at Firehouse Subs did you see that? Yeah, no, I didn't. There was an inner Miami fan that was sitting there eating firehouse subs, and Breck Shea was up in there waiting for his food to get, you know, standing around waiting for his sandwich. Now the guy did not wow. go the guy did not go up and get a picture with Breck. He said he didn't want to bother and wanted to leave him alone. 
Um, I, I, on the, I think I would have gone and bothered him because he's not like some big star that you're like, oh, I got to give him his space. Right. I think he would be honored and excited for someone to come up and, and recognize him. And I uh, would have said something. But I've got more important questions, uh, Ed. Are you familiar with Firehouse Subs? No, no. You've never not had Firehouse That's Subs? A, never. Oh, mm-hmm. Ed, I, then I can't even have this conversation with you. Chat. What's your favorite firehouse sub? What kind of sub is 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 our our, our uh, mullet man there getting at firehouse subs? I mean, I'm 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 partial to the hook and ladder myself. I like the hook and ladder, Ed. The hook and ladder's got a little ham, a little turkey, some cheese, uh, you know, something like that. It's been a couple. It's been a long time since, since I've lost my weight. I have not had a firehouse subs because it's not exactly the healthiest thing in the world. But uh, but you know Brett can deal with it. He can he he's running a mile. I mean he can eat something that's fattening. No big deal. But what I'm curious what what does Breck Shea see? That's what I would want to do. I'd I'd go Breck Shea and talk. Not I wouldn't talk soccer with Breck other than saying hey great goal the other night. Let's talk sandwiches, Breck. What's your what's your go to right. firehouse Breck, sandwich? Yeah. I want to get firehouse Breck- name a, a sandwich after Breck Shea. They should they should. Esteban the Esteban least they could do. Esteban Mejia likes the hook and ladder. Uh, mm-hmm. Eric Thomas is a Jersey Mike's fan. We're not talking Jersey Mike's, uh, Eric, because, oh, because he didn't go to Jersey Mike's. He went to Firehouse Subs because he cares about the fire, firemen. Because every like yeah. a dollar for every purchase goes to the fire, firemen, something like that. I don't know. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Here we go. Baldwin. Baldwin likes the smokehouse beef and cheddar brisket. Oh, he's... Oh no, he bets he bets he's getting that because he's from Texas, right? Yeah, yeah. All mm-hmm. right. So 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 uh, Breck might go with the uh, uh, beef and cheddar, smokehouse beef and cheddar. All right. Is this right now making people run to, to making people run to their their uh, to their phone or something and looking up the menu on Firehouse Subs? Well, if it does, maybe they should sponsor us. By golly, next Here, time we'll have a sub. Troy says uh, the Breck brisket would be good. That's hard to say though for me at least. The Brett Frisk. Ed, Ted Sikowski's got you, and he says the closest firehouse to you is on Flagler, about four or five miles. You can get there. Well, uh, Ted, you're going to have to take me there. I've never been there, so it's time you do something. Hook the Edgar up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, uh, Esteban is right. Stay on topic. We're talking firehouse. We're not talking Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's is is pretty good, but uh, we're talking firehouse. Um, Baldwin's hungry now. Mm-hmm. Ed's go. Uh, Ted, talk. Ted's going off topic as well. He says true Miamians eat Miami subs, not firehouse. Okay, but Miami subs is good. I if I go to Miami subs, I'm not getting a sub though, because they got so many other things. They, see, that's that's true. You go to Miami subs. How many people go to Miami subs and actually get a sub? I'm going to Miami subs. No. I'm getting a gyro or a gyro. However you want to say it. That that's that I I like those too. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Ted's one of. Uh, hold on, I gotta hang up on some. All right, Ed's uh, Ed's having some technical difficulties there. Um, here he's back. He's back. Football also rather go to Miami subs. But again, footballer, if you go to Miami subs, are you getting a sub? Or I mean, you're getting a gyro. You're getting a platter. You're getting something. You're getting. I don't know. I I mean. Yeah, they got some, you know. And look, this conversation wasn't about, folks, it wasn't about what sub you like the best. It's about what's the best 
firehouse sub because Breck was at firehouse. What's your best sub will be for our tailgate show in some off season? Because <laughs> yes, I agree, Ted. Public subs are awesome. The pub sub is great. Is the pub sub better? Now everybody's talking about wow, wow. Come on, we're talking firehouse. Yeah, everybody, everybody's getting off topic here. <laughs> Ed, your audio oh. is messed up. Your your audio is messed up. Anyway, oh, I am having fun uh, uh, with uh, with with uh, the sub talk. But that sub talk pretty much wraps up our show. And uh, <laughs> Baldwin's PB, King of Tangents, is yelling at us for going off topic. I know, it's fun. <laughs> I'm just having fun with you guys. Me yelling at you is fun. One World, One Goal says, Peter is very rational sometimes. It's nice to see. He balances us all out well. That's why this show is so good. And Ed is just Ed. That's why we love him too. Aw. Oh, All right. Shit. Okay. Uh, lots, lots going on. Uh, you know, there's, there's questions about sponsors and, and predictions and stuff like that. But we could talk about some of those things in another show. Ed has been sitting in his car long enough. I'm sure he wants to get inside the house. Uh, and, and, and then we could continue our sub talk next week if you guys really want to talk subs. But if you're going to talk subs. A couple games we can cover. If you want to talk subs next week, I got to make sure I've got one in my in my possession. So we everybody needs to come to the show with a sub. If we're gonna do sub talk, you got everybody's got to have a sub, and we got to sit there and, and and enjoy our subs while we talk about Inter Miami. All right, everybody, thanks so much for playing along. It was a lot of fun, especially the sub talk, which was a lot of fun. And if you want to have some more fun, go to Caneswear and get yourself some inner Miami gear, save a little money. And, and, uh, I don't know why jazz is saying that so wrong, but apparently I, uh, something I said wrong. Um, but anyways, I'm sure it was something to do with a sub. Thanks so much for watching. And, uh, you know, we will do this again next week. Please, uh, you know, like share and subscribe and let's have some fun again later, everybody. Thanks so much.